The following program is underwritten by the Christmas City Gift Show. It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. It is so good to be with you today. Today, my guest is going to tell a story, a life-changing story. It began at eight years old, and a journey on the road to destiny was filled with a lot of hell. But first, do you feel like a weary traveler? Sometimes going down the road of life, you just aren't happy. You just don't see anything in front of you that is worth pursuing. It happens to all of us, friends. There are seasons in our life where we hit a low, and there are seasons in our life that we hit a high. I know when I was 11 years old and I thought of taking my own life, it didn't matter what anybody told me. It didn't matter if anybody said, you know, hang in there. I felt lonely, empty from all the negative words that were spoken to me. But it was that single voice that put me on a journey. That is why I'm on radio today. That's quiet voice inside that said, Ron, do not hurt yourself. I have a plan for you. You will do great things. Friends, that is my motivation to get behind this microphone every single week because I want all the weary travelers out there, all the people to know that if you're going through some hell, life isn't fun. You want to quit. You want to give up because everybody has given up on you. Well, not everyone. God will never give up on you. And today's show is for that weary traveler that is looking for some hope in life looking for some opportunity to discover why they were born, their purpose in life. And I'm excited that Mitch Easley is going to join me from the mountains of Georgia to share his story. Hello, Mitch. How are you doing today? Ron, I'm doing great. How are you? And yes, I am in the Georgia mountains right now watching the leaves fall off the trees. I love the fall season, the color, the foliage of the trees. It is so beautiful. Mitch, what also is beautiful is to hear from people that have had some serious hell in their life, but one day they just surrender and let the Lord love the hell out of their life. Let's tell the listeners a little bit about Mitch Easley. All right. The reason I love to share my story is because I want Jesus Christ to be glorified through what has happened in, in my life. I was actually born and raised down there around Biloxi, Mississippi, over in Ocean Springs. My parents are absolutely amazing. They, they're uh, My mother's in ministry down there, and uh, my father, very involved in deacon in the church. And I was raised in the church all of that, all of the childhood was great, uh, but all of a sudden, at about age eight, some things started to change with me uh, emotionally, um, and unbeknownst to me, uh, I started dealing with the signs and symptoms of, of mental illness at, at age eight, seven or eight years old. I um, would deal with depression, and I didn't even know what that was. I, I would uh, cry for no reason or 
anxiety. I had anxiety that was just through the roof that caused me all kinds of health conditions. And then at age uh, 15, um, after years of enduring uh, the effects of the mental health and also um, dealing with a lot of, you know, kids can be kids can be cruel because of the mental health situation. I was an easy target. And uh, so I endured years of, of uh, trauma through uh, my interaction with my peers. And age 15, I uh, was hanging out with some, some folks in the neighboring towns and kids my age from my youth group at church and hanging out on the weekends. And there was beer there. And I decided without even giving it a second thought that I was going to try alcohol. And wouldn't you know, I just absolutely fell in love with it. Now, I now realize that it, it helped me feel normal. And it balanced out my brain chemistry. and it, it makes you fit in, makes you feel like you fit in. It helped me forget that I didn't fit in. By age 18, I was drinking like a full-blown alcoholic while I was in school. And then at age 18, I started uh, experimenting with drugs. Then by age 21, I was uh, completely addicted to um, pain meds using cocaine on a regular basis and a whole a slew of other drugs. From there, I would get fired or asked to quit or just walked off the job of every every job I had ever had. At age 28, I got to the point to where a family member approached me and they recognized that uh, you know, I had a problem. And I went to a treatment facility, my first treatment facility at age 28, and got sober there. It was August the 11th of 2002 is when I was sitting in a room in a treatment facility questioning everything and my salvation. And, you know, I, I felt the Holy Spirit just say, you, you know that if you died right now, where you would go and you wouldn't be with me. And I said, well, you know, we'll talk about it tomorrow. And why not now? just felt the Holy Spirit just tugging at my heart. Why not now? And so I sat right there on, on that bed in that little room and accepted Jesus Christ into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I'd love to be able to say that's when everything changed and my life turned around. And that was the beginning of it. That was the, that was the beginning of the Lord being at work in my life. But I still had lots of years of hell to go through. Since then, I got married, had a child, but still had no idea that I was struggling with an, an extreme circumstance of mental illness. And ultimately, through a, everything from Katrina to financial crisis, the financial meltdown in 08, I turned back to alcohol. Within a matter of six months, my marriage was over. I lost my career. And shortly thereafter, I was back in another treatment facility. Well, I'll fast forward, and I've been through, I don't know how many emergency room visits, five treatment facilities, five arrests, all due to alcohol. I've lost all the jobs I ever had up until that point, until I was almost 40 years old. Ultimately, after receiving a mental health diagnosis at age 39, in the psychiatric hospital at that time, went through a few of those, I had attempted suicide. I attempted to take my own life because I just I couldn't live with the pain or the feelings of failure that I just couldn't get sober, that I was always going to battle this. And I tried to take my own life. 
and I actually succeeded. I my heart failed twice. They hooked me up to every hose and tube uh, that they had in there, and I woke up in intensive care, restrained to a bed. I couldn't even speak. I can hear the doctors telling my family, standing at my bedside, I was going to be extremely mentally challenged, handicapped. I was going to be in a wheelchair. They didn't know if I would ever walk again. They said that I would need to be on dialysis and potentially need a liver transplant. They were monitoring my blood levels every four hours to determine how extreme the damage was going to be. I couldn't speak. I couldn't even, I could hear them clearly and comprehend what they were saying. But whenever I would speak, it would just come out. Uh, five days later, I was sitting up in the bed in intensive care, extremely depressed, but having a conversation with the doctors and the nurse, nursing staff, just as I'm talking with you right now, getting up, going to the restroom by myself. And the doctor shaking his head, just, just, and he said, this just doesn't make any sense. This shouldn't be. And in the back of my mind, I heard the Holy Spirit just say, son, that's because they don't know me. Well, I spent uh, 10 days in a psychiatric hospital after that, and that's when I came to the North Georgia mountains to a 12-month facility 500 miles away from home. I left the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and it was 78 degrees, and the sun was shining. I was riding down the beach, and I got to Georgia mountains. It was 42 degrees, and the sun didn't come out for five days. Listeners, it's time for a break, and when I return, Mitch's life-changing story that will help a weary traveler out there that needs a little spark in their life. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. Night of Worship in Music. The Wholehearted Tour with We Are Messengers. Compassion International presents We Are Messengers with Jordan St. Cyr and Ryan Ellis. Compassion International presents the Wholehearted Tour with We Are Messengers. When I need grace. Hope and encouragement with We Are Messengers, Jordan St. Cyr and Ryan Ellis. Tickets for the Wholehearted Tour with We Are Messengers are available now at WeAreMessengersMusic.com. Coming to Bill Ford October 1st, inside the Immersive Performing Arts Center located on the Harrison County campus of MGCCC. For more information, log on to thepromoter.org. Weary traveler, Welcome back, listener. That bumper music is from Jordan St. Cyr. He will be here with We Are Messengers and Ryan Ellis, October 1st, Gulfport. More information at my website, thepromoter.org. But today I'm talking with Mitch Easley. And Mitch, we were saying before the break, you were in the foothills of Georgia. So was that the place right. where the where the transformation began taking place in Georgia? You're there in a treatment facility for 12 months. Drugs and alcohol, uh, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, but also uh, treatment facilities will teach that drugs and alcohol are simply a side effect to an underlying spiritual problem. 
And what I had going on inside of me was spiritual. That time there was an opportunity for, for the Holy Spirit to come in and start to heal wounds and past hurts and for me to invite him in and he and I together get through these these things. When that healing and that transformation took place, I have I have the strength and the ability to refuse alcohol and drugs to turn away from that life. And not only that, he's now given me a platform and a ministry. So basically the first part of your life was just a lot of hell in there. You were like that little hamster running around on a wheel. You were trying to make progress, but you weren't going anywhere. And it took you dying or coming to your death almost inside of a hospital. Did it scare the hell out of you or did Jesus love the hell out of you or a combination of both? Now, if it's been six years, obviously you haven't been going back to drugs or alcohol. So there really is a transformation that has taken place. There absolutely is. And yes, he did love the hell out of me. There are people who can get sober, still living in the world, dealing with the hell of the world. But in order to have the fullest quality of life, Jesus Christ is the only answer. Now, a lot of people would say, well, you know what? I haven't been to church and I've never had Jesus and I've been off of uh, booze uh, for about 10 years. So that guy on the radio Ron's talking to doesn't know what he's talking about because I don't have a relationship with Jesus and I'm free. What would you tell that person? There, there are a lot of people. I know a lot of people that have gotten sober through a variety of programs, through their own strength, through their own power, uh, willpower. That's amazing. That's wonderful. And I congratulate them. But I will say that the fullness and the quality of life that is available to that person more than they would ever imagine. Not only that, there's a purpose. There's a reason that we were created. Each each of us was created for a purpose. And until we are in relationship with Jesus Christ, we do not recognize that purpose. There is a a fullness, a fulfillment that happens that, that God sighs peace. There is a wonderful purpose that God has a plan for each of us. And if we don't understand that place in life where we are supposed to be, we take a, a high risk of being attracted to drugs or alcohol or some other things to try to fill the void when God really has an incredible plan for us that fills the void. Do you feel now uh, it's been six years or do you have an excitement for life? Do you look forward to get up every morning? Are you excited to share your destiny with other people? Absolutely. You know, that's actually, that's my career now. I've been called into ministry and I've known it for years, but I rebelled against it and uh, it was miserable. But God has a way of boxing us in. Um, I'm now the director of a facility and I work with people every day who are living with and dealing with a mental health diagnosis and substance abuse disorder or have attempted suicide or family members of suicide victims and trauma and all of these things. And then I also work with all of our local treatment facilities up here, including the one that I graduated from. So it sounds to me like you're saying that God takes our mess and turns it into a message to other people. Because if you wouldn't have gone through the hell and the failure and the stumbling and the uh, relapses with drugs and alcohol, your story may not be that uh, compelling. 
that you really can relate to them because you've been there, done that. You can bond with these folks because you've been there. Absolutely. As I said in in the letter I I sent you, Ron, I've been arrested five times, lost every job I ever had. This is a part of my testimony. Uh, Five treatment facilities, four psychiatric hospitals. I don't know how many trips to the emergency emergency room, uh, intensive care after a suicide attempt, uh, and a, two heart attacks in there, a failed marriage, all of that to lead me to completely bankrupt spiritually and emotionally and financially, and I wouldn't change it for the world because out of that, God has given me a purpose and a ministry, and I'm happier than I've ever been. Listeners on the phone, I'm speaking with Mitch Easley, who is sharing his story of addiction, of attempting suicide, psychiatric hospitals, just a lot of hell in his life. And finally, one day at the age of 40, he just let the Lord love the hell out of his life. So right now you've got the uh, microphone and somebody out there can relate to you. Maybe they're suffering from an addiction of some sort. What would you tell that man or that lady or that teenager? I would say that hope is absolutely possible. We're going to make mistakes. but keep trying. Just keep trying and reach out and and talk to somebody. Talk to somebody that's been there, done that, set the t-shirt on fire. It is possible. Recovery is possible. Amen, Mitch, because there are a lot of people right now just with so many things going on. 2020 has been one of the most chaotic years I've ever seen in my life. So a lot of people to deal with what's been happening have got into alcohol and drugs. It kind of numbs the pain, but it doesn't take away the problem. And there is a point that each of us, no matter what we're going through, we have to look in the mirror and say, you know what? Enough is enough. And I want to do something with my life because There are probably some people saying, you know, listening, oh, there he goes again. God has a plan, but he really does have a plan. It's a good plan. And he did not create any of us to go through torture, through agony, through addiction. But yet there is an evil force in this world in good versus evil. You've got a anti-God spirit that wants to kill, steal and destroy and take away our destiny and our hope and our opportunities But we have God that will fight for us, but we have to wave that white flag of surrender and say, you know what, Lord, I cannot do this anymore on my own. I am whipped. I am beat. I am at the end of my rope. Help me. And once we do that and we fully surrender, then God can begin putting the pieces back together in our life. Is that correct, Mitch? That's absolutely correct. I couldn't have said it any better. And if I may, Ron, before we end our call, our conversation, uh, I'd like to appeal to anyone that has loved ones or friends and uh, acquaintances that, that deal with mental health diagnoses or with substance abuse. You know, with as you said it perfectly, with in 2020, people are being forced to do the one thing that is most detrimental to their recovery and their mental health, which is they're being forced to isolate. And relapse rate. I mean, I I don't know how they're going to get the exact numbers, but we're seeing 25 to 40% uh, relapse rate on substances. I know of three people in this past month that have committed suicide. One of them was 13 years old. Yeah, that's just totally unacceptable. And so, please, I appeal to everyone, reach out, communicate, talk to one another, um, share the gospel with each other. 
Absolutely. Reach out to your friends. Absolutely. Mitch, how do people reach out to you? Maybe they have a question. They want to uh, private message you. Uh, How do they get in touch with you? Uh, Yeah, they can reach me on Facebook. Mitch Easley uh, on Facebook. I should have my location there in in North Georgia. They're welcome to contact me there. I have no problem with uh, Ron if they want to contact you. I feel confident and and uh, you giving them my contact information. I'll, I'll be happy to talk with anybody if it's if uh, God God's done what He's done for me. I can't not share it. Amen. Uh, one last thing before I let you go, Mitch. Uh, how do you get the hell out of your life? Jesus Christ is is the only way, the way, the truth, and the life. All right. Absolutely. Well, Mitch, God bless you, and thank you for sharing the story of how you got the hell out of your life. And we'll check in with you again real soon, okay? All right, Ron, thanks. Listeners, when I return, my monologue, Weary Traveler. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. Did you know what Ron did before he discovered his destiny? He was a promoter of secular entertainment, and by his own admission, he promoted anything he could make a buck at. At the pinnacle of his success, he walked away from it all so he could follow Jesus and discover his God-given destiny. That was over 20 years ago, and he has never looked back. Today, he's an inspirational speaker on a mission to empower individuals just like you to discover their God-given destiny. Ron put his story in a novel entitled The Promoter, and he wants to give you a copy. This book is a message of hope. My story is proof that God's plan for you and I is greater than all of our mistakes. Here's what a few readers have said. I could not put it down. I cried, giggled, gasped, and laughed out loud. Ron has written a novel and self-help book all in one. To request your free copy of Ron's novel, The Promoter, visit our website at thepromoter.org and go to the contact page. Now, back to Ron. Weary traveler. We're walking off down a road of loneliness, of desperation, of emptiness. We have no optimism in our life because really, what is there to be optimistic about? See, my motivation since 11 years old of pursuing my destiny, my plan is because I never wanted to miss out on what God had for me. I don't want you to miss out on what God has for you. Friends, you and I have one chance in life. There are no do-overs. What God has for us replaces all the pain, all the hell, and all the crap that people have thrown at you. It's time today to dust off those boots or your shoes or your high heels and say no more. No more weary traveler. I've got a plan. I've got a purpose. I've got a destiny. I heard Mitch. I can do it. It takes one step at a time, one day at a time. My friends, a year is going to go by whether we do anything productive in our life or not. Well, if that year is going to go by anyway, let's begin that journey together today. You can do it. God has his hand on you. Why do you think you're listening to this? He is doing everything he can to get your attention and to love the hell out of you You have been created for this time in life. If you did not go through the hell that you have been going through, your story wouldn't be so compelling to those that are going through the same thing. 
When you can share your story and you can validate the love, the mercy, the grace, the redemption through God, through his son, Jesus Christ, you save another person's life. You plant a seed of destiny in their life. Today is the day to have courage, to have courage and take that step. And if you're doing good in life, well, friends, somebody in your life somewhere is not doing good. Reach out to them. Pull them alongside of you on your journey. And you pray for them each and every day. This is the greatest time to be alive because God is demonstrating who he is through you and I. And it's time to take God out of a box. All things are possible with God. Don't let anybody tell you, well, God can't do this or God won't do this or you've been too bad. You've been too this and that. You know what? You tell them, listen, I'm getting the hell out of my life. And if you don't like it, leave me alone. But my journey is between me and my God. I am not going to miss out on what I have for my life. God has promised me an abundant life, a peaceful life, a joyful life, and I am going to not be a weary traveler any longer because God is using ordinary people to do extraordinary things so we can point the world to God, to his son, Jesus Christ. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and the future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, my time is up, and I want you to say right now, no more weary traveler. I am going to discover my destiny. I am yours, God. Show me my plan and my purpose. That's a liberating statement. That's a freedom statement. Today is your day to discover your destiny by getting the hell out of your life. More episodes are on my website, thepromoter.org. Until next week, this is Ron Myers reminding you, I love you, God loves you, and it's time to get the hell out of your life. Get the Hell Out of Your Life is produced by Ron Myers Productions and is underwritten by the Christmas City Gift Show. We invite you to come shop with over 250 exhibitors from all over the South. November 11th through the 13th inside the Convention Center on the beach in Biloxi, Mississippi. You can find more information at ChristmasCityGiftShow.com. If you would like to share your story or listen to previous episodes, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. Join us next week for another episode of Get the Hell out of your life. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope.